Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Boy, it feels like Christmas Eve, doesn't it? The day before Ohio State and Notre Dame play the most anticipated game on Ohio State's schedule for sure the first half of the season. And uh, considering the national prominence of these two fan bases, maybe even the most important game on the schedule until the last game of the regular season. We've got everything you need to know all about the uh, Buckeyes and the Irish all week long on our podcast series previewing this game. Now it's time to get into our predictions and tell you what it's going to take for the Buckeyes to beat Notre Dame when they go on the road to South Bend. It's all coming up next, our Friday morning episode of Buckeye Breakdown. We've got the whole crew together as we cover Ohio State with our instant analysis from Ohio State. There's something that doesn't feel right. Unbelievable effort from him today. Is EJ Liddell going to crack the first team all Big Ten? I think he can be the guy. I'm not trying to start a quarterback controversy. He seems to have the durability. He certainly has the toughness. This is the question on a lot of people's minds here. Welcome to Buckeye Breakdown. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday and uh, cannot wait for this weekend to get underway with Ohio State traveling today to South Bend, Indiana. Gosh, it's going to be a fun game tomorrow night on national TV with uh, truly a national audience paying attention. I'm Brendan Gulick along with Anthony Meglin. Glad to have you on the Buckeye Breakdown podcast as we preview Ohio State and Notre Dame here in week four. Talking Ohio State football each and every morning during the week. Certainly hope you'll join us along the way. If you'd subscribe to the YouTube channel, that'd be a really great way to uh, to support the show. We would appreciate that. And hit the notification bell so you know when we go live, just like this here this morning. All the latest news and info on the teams over on BuckeyesNow.com. Anthony, it's, it's interesting because Ohio State, believe it or not, the last nine games, uh, they are three and six against the spread. And they, for whatever reason here, somewhat recently, um, they have not been particularly good against the spread when they are the favorite, mm-hmm. uh, especially against good teams on the road. But the Buckeyes are one in four in their last five games as the favorite, one in four against the spread. Notre Dame has, for whatever reason, been very good against the spread. So I don't know if you're, you know, dying uh, to know the Vegas angle of this because so much of this game can feel like a coin flip. Um, but Ohio State's a three-point favorite on the road. And, and everybody in Vegas is saying that this is going to be a pretty darn tight game and not a particularly high-scoring game by Ohio State standards. Let's just jump right in off the bat, then we'll give some background after the fact. Uh, how you feeling about this weekend, and, and where you where you kind of bringing a score to? Yeah, so uh, first of all, incredibly excited for this weekend. Finally here, you know, and for our, you know, for our fan base and, and uh, you know, really Buckeyes Nation, this is really feels like week one. Um, so it's exciting that, uh, you know, kind of everything's been sorted out. Everything that we've talked about to this point, we have our quarterback, the team's starting to look good. The defense is playing great. The offense is coming around. It seems like all of the pieces and parts are starting to click. And, and I think it was like uh, the, the last piece of the 
puzzle last night when um, when Coach Day's final quote was, you know, we're going to let it rip uh, on Saturday. And that's just awesome. Like, that's like exactly what you want to hear. He, did, he didn't say, you know, we're going to try to, you know, take the air out of the ball or respond to what Notre Dame's doing or anything like that. He said, we're going to let it rip. We're going to control the tempo. We're going to push the push the pedal um, and try to make it make Notre Dame play Ohio State football, which is exactly what you need to do. Um, so that was very exciting for me. Now they got to go do it. Um, it's going to be a tough task. This is going to be, like you said, this is a national audience. Um, you're already seeing tweets and uh, posts and everything about the electricity that's already in um, South Bend, which is on one hand, incredibly exciting. And then on another hand, uh, it's going to be a challenge. It, you know, it's all eyes of, of the country are going to be on this game. You know, game day's there. You got the McAfee show there today. Like everything's going to be there um, this weekend, which is exactly how you want it to be. But it's going to be a tough test. Um, I really think it's going to be um, a very, very close game. Um, you know, it's easy to kind of go back. And when you think Ohio State, Notre Dame, we talked about this yesterday. You think of the, the recent history where it's been blowout after blowout after blowout after last year, which is a little bit closer, but still a two-score uh, two score win for Ohio State. I think this one's going to have a little bit of different tone to it. I think Notre Dame for the first time in a long time um, is going to be able to hang with uh, Ohio State and, and make this a four-quarter battle um, and, and be around um, towards the end of the game. However, I do think um, as we as it gets down to crunch time, there's going to be a play made. You know, this is going to be Kyle McCord's kind of coming out day um, and a great opportunity for him to uh, to really get a huge signature win. Um, and, and in my opinion, I think he's going to do it. I think it's going to be very close. Um, that three points is a lot, in my opinion. However, you know, I think that Ohio State uh, maybe it's gonna maybe we'll cover that. I think, in, in my opinion, they will they will cover those three points um, in the at, when the, the final bell rings. Come on, give me a number. I, w- I want to know what the score is. Twenty eight, no, thirty one, twenty seven. It's going to be twenty seven, twenty four with two minutes and thirteen seconds left to go. Ohio State's going to uh, get a touchback. They're going to take a knee. They're going to get a ball at minus twenty five. And it's going to start slow. The drive's going to start slow. There's going to be a big ball down the sideline to uh, to Marvin Harrison. Omeka's going to make a play. Cade's getting into the red zone. And then it's going to be Kyle McCord with 42 seconds left to Marvin Harrison for the game-winning touchdown. There you go. There's a to watch it. I mean, that was, a, that was as specific as any score <laughs> prediction ever. Oh, my God. That's funny. Um, you know, I, I think this is going to be – I think this is going to be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um this is the kind of game that, that juices you up for all the right reasons. And I, I mean, I've seen some outlandish score predictions. I've seen a, in fact, I saw a score prediction that has Ohio state winning by five touchdowns, which I think is just way off base. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm never surprised when Ohio state's offense has a big game because I, I think if they're not the best collection of skill players in the country, there, there can't be too many others that could truly be better. Um, they are they are truly elite in that regard. But I, I still have some question about their offensive line. And I think this game probably comes down more on both sides to a similar storyline. And that is how well the offensive lines protect Sam Hartman and Kyle McCord 
and, and in maybe two slightly different thought processes. Sam Hartman's playing his 50th, I think, career collegiate game. Yeah. Talking about all week long, he's he's almost or he's roughly 24 years old. He's just under 24, but obviously he's been around a long time. Um, Kyle McCord has been on this roster for several years and he's gotten a lot of mental reps, you know, the last couple years. And he, he got some physical reps when CJ would eventually come out of games, but none of it was super meaningful uh, until obviously this season. I know he made a spot start against Akron. I just don't put too much weight into a, a game where, you know, you're, you're, you're filling in for a guy who's trying to get healthy. Uh, it's Kyle's team. And I love what I saw from Kyle against Western Kentucky. And if I'm an Ohio State fan, I feel way better about going into this game because the offense looks like it has its identity. So that's that's not the problem here. The problem, quote-unquote problem, for me is, is more around can the offensive line keep Kyle upright? Because I expect Notre Dame to play a pretty fast, violent game. Mm-hmm. Um, they They just didn't play great football in Columbus last year. And to your point, I think Notre Dame is ready to, to take that next step, mostly because Sam Hartman is finally showing them some like real mm-hmm. competent quarterback play. Um, he's very, very good. I am personally a believer in Ohio State's defense this year. I think I've seen enough, not just because of who they've played, I've seen enough from the schematic adjustments. I've seen enough from the secondary to think that, um, you know, even when they're in tight spots, like Denzel Burke looks so much more comfortable this year. Josh Proctor looks so much more comfortable this year. You know, with no offense to the other corners Ohio State has had the last couple seasons, I like what I've seen from Davison Igbenison. Um Sonny Styles and, and Jordan Hancock have played really well these first few games. Not saying Sam Hartman isn't going to burn them at any point or that the Buckeyes aren't going to give up a big play, but I, I have more trust in Ohio State's defense going into this game than I've had in a while. But I think it will come down to whether or not Jack Sawyer, JT Tuimolo, Kenyatta Jackson, Caden Curry – uh, especially on the edge, and maybe even defensive tackle play, Tyler Williams, Mike Hall, etc. Um, can they wreak havoc mm-hmm. and blow up Notre Dame's offensive attack? Because I think the Irish are going to try to run the ball first and foremost, knowing that if they can establish a run, they they might attack this game this, the way Michigan did the last two seasons. So I, I don't know that it's going to work for them to do that, but I think that's going to be how they try to do it. Uh, and I and so I'm putting a lot of the the outcome of this game on the shoulders of Ohio State's defensive line and frankly Notre Dame's defensive line because if they can't generate pressure on McCord, I think they're in serious trouble because I no don't way. think they're going to hold up against Ohio State's receivers. They can't. They they just physically can't. This game's going to be won on the line of scrimmage. Um, it, it truly is. And I think ex- everything that we've said isn't an indictment on Ohio State. I think it's more of, hey, for the first time, Notre Dame's going to bring, you know, they're going to, you know, the 
bring out their bargain um, to the party. Like they're going to be uh, a team that when you see them, you're gonna be like, this isn't the normal Notre Dame who's gotten blown out in every big game that they've played in the past 10 years. I think that they're going to, you know, have a team that's um, that's formidable, um, I guess is the word, the word that I'm going for. So I totally agree with you. The, the, the line of scrimmage is where the story of this game is going to go. You know, it's, it's great that Ohio state has great receivers, if Notre Dame can control the line of scrimmage on the deep, with just four guys and just five guys potentially, that's going to allow them to account more more people to the pass game. Um, it's just simple numbers uh, from a number standpoint. If they can't stop Travian Henderson with just their front five guys, Ohio State wins this game. You know, by more than three points, by more than my score prediction. Um, but on the flip side of things big challenge for Ohio state. It's kind of a similar, it's kind of a similar deal. And, you know, if you're Notre Dame, you know, I, I think that, you know, based off of four games, if you don't attack uh, tomorrow night, like you're Michigan and they're Ohio state and you do try to do the same exact thing where you establish the run and you keep running it and you keep running it. And then you throw a play action bomb or something like that. Like that's what it's going to look and feel like when we're watching this game. It's like, Oh, Ohio state, you've seen the script before, you know, what's coming. Can you stop it? Can you stop some physicality in your face? Can you can you deal with that stuff? I think they're up to the task. I really do. Um, I think it's going to be a big day. And finally, everyone silence everyone about the defensive line. Like I think you're going to get JT playing well. Hopefully, Jack starts playing well. They're going to get after Sam Hartman, I believe. Um, and then that's going to free up a lot of stuff um, in the back end. And you know, the last point that that you know I agree with that you said is from the secondary. I think being led by Denzel Burke, who's been there, done that, is super experienced. Um, you know, it's been it's been a fun group to watch because, like you said, it seems as though through three weeks and three games, like there hasn't been many mistakes, even at all, um, which has been really fun and just feels like a veteran group where it's like, hey, when their backs are against the wall, you don't got to worry about the secondary. Like, hey, we got this on lock. You know, everyone else figure it out, you know, kind of in front of us. So um, I, I agree with your, your sentiment there. I, um, I, I am – Again, choosing to lean on Ohio State's defense here because so often you see teams that are are both disciplined but, but filled with adrenaline uh, defensively play well on the road in environments like this. You know, it doesn't take quite the same amount of um, everybody clicking on defense, in my opinion, that it takes on offense for things to work right. Mm -hmm. Um I just love where this defense is right now. And the more yeah. I've leaned on that, the more I, I've felt like that's honestly, this Ohio State team feels slightly different than some of the super high juggernaut offensive teams we've seen the last few years. Um, if Ohio State comes out and plays the defense, I think it's capable of playing against a, a really good Notre Dame team. Like, let's just be frank. If, if they can hold Notre Dame to – three touchdowns, I think people around the country are going to go, wait a second. You know, historically, Ohio State's been Dwayne Haskins, Justin Fields, you know, C.J. Stroud, J.T. Barrett. Like, let's put up a gazillion points. And the defense at, you know, certain points has been good enough, but largely it's like, yeah, let's outscore, you, mm -hmm. know, uh, you know, anybody we're playing and we'll, we'll get a track meet. I think this team is capable of winning a lot of games in a very different way this year. Um, so let's see. Let's see if Jim Knowles can pass the biggest test at the beginning of the year. I, in terms of an actual score prediction, um, I think this is going to be like a 27-24 game 
going into the final drive of the fourth quarter. Um, I, I think Ohio State has the football and scores late so that they cover the spread. Uh, I, and I guess theoretically just barely hit the over. I think the over-under line is like 55 and a half. Yeah. Uh, I think Ohio State scores a, a late touchdown. So they would go uh, – my, my final score prediction is 34-24, um, which would put them just – over and and covering uh, you know I guess covering comfortably if you if you add a, a late score like that, um, it would surprise me if the Buckeye offense doesn't score thirty points, and I don't say that as a knock to Notre Dame. I actually feel like Ohio State should do that against anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, if Ohio State doesn't score forty points against a team. Most of the time, you're like, "What the hell happened?" Like that—that that was not anything like what we're used to seeing. Notre Dame's defense is is very good. Um, there's no way they have been able to simulate what they're going to see this weekend so far this season. And and I, I think they're receiving course fine, but they're not what they're going to see on Saturday. And I think they're going to have some moments where they struggle. And, and does Ohio State hit a home run play? Can they score a defensive touchdown? Like those big moments, Notre Dame has to avoid. Um, because if I'm an Irish fan, I go into this game fully believing I'm capable of winning, but knowing that I have got to play 60 minutes to do it because it's not going to be a fluky win. I just don't think that's a case. Uh, that's such a huge point because each one of their four games, there's been – a 10-minute stretch, a 12-minute stretch, an eight-minute stretch where the Irish just go to sleep. And it's like, against Central Michigan, we had some great interaction yesterday in the comments. But, um, you know, Notre Dame's up 20 – it was 28-14 and – or maybe 28-14 or 28-21, and Central drops a touchdown that either would have brought them within seven or, or tied the game. They end up having to kick a field goal, and Notre Dame then strings off you know, two, three, two or three straight scores based off of a turnover and uh, um, some quick touchdowns. They do have that big playability. Um, I don't think they have it uh, on Saturday. I think that the the if there's ever any Notre Dame big plays, it's going to be Austin or it's going to be Estime uh, breaking one um, through, you know, through the line of scrimmage. It's not going to be big plays up the sidelines. It's going to be, it's going to come from in the interior because Estime can go. Now he's, don't be surprised when, you know, he's, he's a, he's a load to bring down and he's got a little bit of speed and quickness to him. Um, you know, it's, so if Notre Dame's going to have those like monster monster plays, I think it's going to come from him. Um, uh, but I think that, you know, you, you, they have the ability to, they have the ability to play with Ohio State. I think that's just what it boils down to. It's not going to be – it's not the same old Irish, um, I guess, is, is the uh, is the moral of the story. It's not the same old Irish, and, and it's going to be such a competitive and really good and fun football game tomorrow night. Yeah, and I think Notre Dame is going to benefit from Ohio State. Uh, I, I don't know if it will be a turnover or just a, a you know an instance where Ohio State doesn't win a field position battle. I think at least one of Notre Dame's touchdowns will come – because of having a short field to work with. Um, so again, like I, I, I believe Notre Dame is very good. Um, I don't think we're going to see consistent, sustained 75 yard drives down the field where they're constantly putting the ball in the end zone. I I don't know that I believe anybody's really capable of doing that against this defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'm 
Maybe I'm a little overinflated on the defense. We're going to find out, right? This is going to be a huge test, and they haven't been tested in a in a major way yet. Um, but I've seen enough when you look at the identity of the three different teams they've played. Indiana wanted to run the triple option. Youngstown State was trying to take the air out of the ball and and you know with the quickest plays they could come up with. Uh, trying to move the ball, get the ball in and out of Mitch Davidson's hands. Uh, last week, you saw a team that that comes in with all of the passing accolades in the world, granted on a slightly smaller level in, in mid-major ball in the FBS, but still a quarterback that was in his sixth year. Austin Reed and Sam Hartman are somewhat similar. In fact, you can find a lot of things about the two guys that are similar. Um Hartman's done it on a bigger stage. You know, Austin Reed's numbers are better, but um, Austin Reed didn't lack any confidence last week. I'll tell you that. And he let it rip, right? Uh, That was a great prep, I thought, for Ohio State. And and I thought the Buckeyes through three games defensively, they've answered every time. We have not seen, you know, multiple drives a game where an opponent went 80 yards down the field on him. Uh, and with Jim Knowles admitting to us a couple weeks ago that he's calling a defense less aggressively in terms of bringing extra blitzers because he's trusting the guys he's calling in a regular, you know, non-blitz heavy play to do their job and get home. He's protecting his second level of the defense a bit better, and he's giving them a chance to not give up these huge chunk plays. I, I just... I have a hard time thinking that Hartman's going to lead a bunch of 80-yard scoring drives or 75-yard scoring drives. So um, I think they'll get – I think they'll benefit from decent field position once or twice. I don't know if that's because of uh, of, a, of a turnover or Ohio State with a bad punt or whatever it might be. But somewhere along the way, I think the Buckeyes will give Notre Dame a short field. Uh, and Notre Dame's good enough to capitalize on it. But I ultimately think Ohio State's the kind of team that late in the game is going to pull away. I think they'll hit the over, and I think they'll cover. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with you. I think the the the, the biggest thing going into tomorrow is it's going to be a great football game. Like the environment's going to be incredible. The two teams are, in my opinion, in our opinions, decently matched. Um, I think that you know each one has an advantage. You know, I think Notre Dame maybe have the advantage of quarterback and running back, but Ohio State has the advantage at you know receiver and defensive line. Maybe Notre Dame has a slight advantage at offensive line, and like you could go tier or uh, position by position, and it kind of it kind of tears out where it's like, hey, you know, both of these teams have some some advantages and some disadvantages. Um, so I think it's going to be a, a well played football game. Um, I, I'm excited to see both of these teams. Both of these coaches are very well. They you know both do a great job. Um, so it's going to be all in all. It, this is like. Football heaven. I've said it a hundred times. This is football as pure as it gets. Um, and it's going to be um, just an incredible atmosphere, an incredible football game. And I think that uh, Buckeyes come out on top and have a great trip back from South Bend to Columbus. Yeah, it would be uh, it'd be pretty impressive if Ohio State can go on the road and, and take care of business, get to 4-0, and then everybody takes a big deep breath. you got a couple weeks that maybe aren't quite as pressing, although I actually think Maryland's a really good football team. Um you know, you're not overly concerned about a couple of the games on your schedule. Obviously, you know, having next weekend as a bye would be huge. You have the chance to get a little healthy and see if you can evaluate all the things that went well and poorly in the first half, or I should say first four games of the season and 
uh, and get this thing rolling. Um, it'll be a ton of fun. And I, I would implore everybody, if you're not going to a game, please enjoy every ounce of Saturday across the country because uh, it's supposed to be a big, big day. So should be a lot of fun. We're both going to be in South Bend. Can't wait to uh, can't wait to bring you some coverage uh, from a stadium that I think is going to have a lot more green than, than Scarlet. Uh, but I am interested to see if Ohio State can uh, sneak maybe some extra fans into the game somehow because it sounds like this is the most expensive ticket in college football this season. And uh, I, I get the impression Notre Dame is taking that pretty pretty seriously. It's not like their alumni base is short on dollars to uh, – <laughs> to handle the cost of the tickets for this game. I think I saw last – it was earlier this week on Monday, the cheapest ticket on Monday was over – it was like $1,100. Yeah. That's what – that could – obviously have been increased would be my guess till now, but it's yeah. crazy, man. That's steep. Well, we'll have everything covered for you, BuckeyesNow.com, all the latest news, the latest highlights, everything going on on Saturday coming from South Bend, Indiana. We've got you there. Uh, we'll have video hits – pregame and postgame, certainly right here on our YouTube channel. Uh, and on Sunday, we'll talk about it. We'll let you know what we thought, and, and uh, hopefully we're talking about a win. If you're an Ohio State fan, should be a, a great weekend. All right, for Anthony Meglin, I'm Brendan Gulick. Enjoy college football week four. It's the best. This is the game that Ohio State fans have been waiting for all offseason to see if their team is uh, quite as good as they think they can be here in, in 2023. We'll see you in South Bend tomorrow. Have fun, everyone.